Hey guys, Ariel here to talk to you about Gender Fluid's first sponsor, Studio Headphones. Um, I've been using these headphones for the last couple of weeks, and I gotta say, I just kind of have, you know, I've always judged people who have any kind of Bluetooth headphones. Most of them do look pretty douchey. But these things, so I, so I was afraid that I was going to look douchey, but these things are designed in such a way that's it's not really obnoxious. Instead, it has more of a kind of Matthew McConaughey vibe to it. Like I was wearing the other day, I was going to the river, and I had on um, just like a straw hat and shades and that are like weird looking and these headphones. Anyway, I looked in the mirror, and I looked very cool. So... There's that going for them, plus they sound great, and um, yeah, they've just made my life easier. Now I'm always going to have to have a pair of non-wired headphones, because now I'm spoiled. So if you want to treat yourself to that, go to studio.com and use promo code GENDERFLUIDS for 15% off. Have you ever like Yay. filmed yourself fucking? No. Really? No, I can tell I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I've tried it before and it did not turn out well. No, I don't like care. it. Turned, don't, yeah, yeah, I know. I know I don't look. My body especially doesn't look good from every angle. Yeah, unless you're like really into me, and then even then, it's still probably only. I don't know what percentage, but yeah, I've tried it before, and like when I watched it back, I was just like, that just ruins everything I thought I looked like in my head while I was fucking. Yeah. Like I thought I was like all fucking sexy and shit and it just does not mm-hmm. it does not translate mm-hmm. yeah i don't want to see it some people fuck hot like some people have sure. like a style and like a like i don't know if i'd have that or not that's like if i were you know dancing i don't want to <laughs> see a video of that either oh i'd fucking shoot myself if yeah. i saw a picture of me dancing <laughs> right what's worse dancing or fucking i think dancing, dancing would be worse dancing way worse because it's like authentic it's too many and, people can yeah. see you only one person can see you in bed you can be smooth at moments yeah you know so you, you did that in front of other people yeah if you man <laughs> unless well. it's an orgy and you're like i was fucking like that in front of everybody yeah oh shit impressive um okay so so um we have well it's been it's been not it's not even just a week it's been eight days since we did our last gender fluids and i feel like so much has unfolded in these last eight days for me so I did the Queer Mountain show last Wednesday, um, probably right after recording this podcast, right? Yeah. we You left there to do that, and I left for Buzzmill. Right, right, right. So, yeah, and I'm, like, up there trying to... I'm, like, I'm always going to, like, get, you know, do punchlines, but I'm also trying to be a little bit vulnerable and storytelling-y for the Queer Mountain show, which is just, for anybody who doesn't know, this, like super queer show that happens at cheer up charlie's in austin texas it's it's a storytelling and like open like poetry not an open mic but like no but it's kind of like they're not really going to turn people away but right i mean yeah but it's like if you want to speak on they have themes and if you want to speak on the topic like they call everyone speakers they don't say performer because you're not necessarily performing but we are wednesday of the month at 9 p.m. at Charlie's in Austin, Texas. So, um, and yeah, so the chick who went up before me just like, she like did some poetry that was very moving and like I was actually affected by it, which, you know, I hate being affected by poetry. Like, you know, everything in me was like fighting that I was like, I think this is actually good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, fuck. did you like start off not wanting to like oh it? totally I, yeah for sure. and then you're just like shit <laughs> um yeah and i but then it was I, I can't i shouldn't say these things i was like it was a trans chick and so i was like also proud of myself for like <laughs> liking her because you know i usually don't like your people you're like i'm being so a when good I find, person yeah right when i find one i like i'm like yay <laughs> <laughs> see i'm not phobic i just don't like the annoying people um Anyway, so I'm all moved, and I get up there, and I'm doing my things. And I, I like, spoke fine, but it's also just extra vulnerable for me not to just be in comedian mode and to try to be all gay and shit, you know? Anyway. Yeah. So I ended um, I ended my sp- speech there by, like, because I had just been talking about disappointing my parents and stuff, and I ended my speech by being like, 
So now I'm just out here looking for new mommies and daddies. So <laughs> do hit on me. I am a bottom. Don't let this haircut fool you. Bye. <laughs> you know. And what happened next, Ariel? <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. just like sitting here in like silent victory. I know. Well, yeah, because for the listeners, I, like Austin obviously already knows mm-hmm. this shit. Um, so this person approaches me as asked and is very cute and um you know and it's just also i'm like i'm pretty sure they heard what i said yeah. i literally just asked to be hit on you and know they're like fuck yeah i'm, go- I'm this doing person, this it, they didn't take that long it was like a speaker later but the next speaker had been their friend and they their friend had asked them not to listen to the anyway we're flirting and I, I'm i just in this like ridiculously emotionally weird, like vulnerable, weird place. And having just come off the stage, like I'm just like, I'm just like vomiting. I mean, I'm already kind of an oversharing TMI immediately vomiting to a person kind of person a lot of the time, but this was extra. And I just immediately am like, this is so interesting that you're flirting with me because um, I've been thinking about flirting with MOCs now. Um, And I've been, like, thinking that, you know, I've always been attracted to, like, androgynous people, to MOCs. There's a lot of, like, really cute MOCs, but I've never really dated them. And, like, when I used to dance, I would go and I would dance with them and we would flirt and whatever. But, like, I just never could take it further because I just kind of couldn't, like, make it fit in my head. Um, And so I was like, "But but I have some, like, reasons now why I think... I might be quite open to that. And then they didn't know the term MOC. Um, they asked me what that Masculine meant. of center. Masculine of center. Um, they didn't know that term. And so I was like talking about that and just being like, you know, it's just like anybody who feels like they're more masculine than neutral, um, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm a trans dude. So I'm a dude. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, And then he was like, yeah, I started um, taking testosterone a few months ago. And I had already been looking at his arm muscles, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But so then I like kind of like grabbed his arm a little bit and was like, oh, yeah, you have, you know. Uh, We're just going to go ahead and break that physical touch boundary. Uh huh. Just go ahead and get in there. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting that I immediately went there. I hadn't even thought about that. Huh. Because I don't do that to women. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's because you're starting into... to be like a little gay boy. You're getting <laughs> yeah. In gay boy I went mode. straight into the girl mode for sure. So, anyway, we continue flirting. And before you know it, we were making out. Um, just openly at Cheer Up Charlie's. Really a gross display, but, you know, I'm an exhibitionist and I don't care. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's a celebration of queerness at Queer Mountain. Uh, anyway, so we're making out for a while. And then I gave him my number. Anyway, so one thing leads to another. We were supposed to have a date on Monday. Yeah. But then we wound up, um, well, he came with a couple of friends to a show. And then... Um, one thing leads to another, and he um, fucked me for a few hours on Saturday night. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast with Austin Smart and Ariel Norman. If you want to follow us on social media... Find us on Twitter at GenderFluidsPod, on Instagram at GenderFluidsPodcasts, on FetLife under GenderFluids, and just put GenderFluids into any search bar you can find to find us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Enjoy the episode, y'all. And also, yeah. Was it just like finger fucking you hard or was this like strap on fucking? Yeah. That doesn't both? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't have well, to talk I'm just about saying let's get some clarification here. Details. Yeah, we um, do. Are you kidding me? You think I'm not going to ask the tawdry details? There's a reason I didn't ask it in person is because I wanted to. So like, how did this, when you're saying he's fucking you, is it just like 
lot of doggy style, a lot of like missionary, like um, to like some like oddly kind of like G spotty shit, like uh, a missionary uh, largely, I would say. Um, okay. Uh, just you know. Anyway, so <laughs> the funny, the funniest thing to me is like the shit you say on stage is like sometimes so outlandish and so wrong and you're just like up I there know. with like that big dick energy that everyone's been talking about oh, like yeah, on stage you. you're just yeah, like yeah 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 this is me on stage but the second like you're like in a conversational thing about this you're just like oh God. it's just funny there's certain, how i don't I know, know why but there's it's certain like, personal details that i get but for me that line doesn't blur like that like i'm yeah. i just translate that to everything i do i usually do it's like it it's not everything in my life. Most of the things I, know, I still I'm talk saying, about. That. I'm not saying it's, it's a bad. It's thing. only certain. I just think it's interesting. It's only certain things that I'm that way about. Anyway, <laughs> and it's also fun to watch because you don't see that in you regularly. I know. Okay. <sighs> um, Fine. So whatever. He fucks you for five hours and then what? <laughs> That's what um. So okay. So I'm already just like, just con- I'm constantly thinking and coming up with different theories and stuff. So. I'm just like, so am I, am I a boy, you know, am I, are we little gay boys together? Are, am I like a girl being with a boy? Am I like, am I 51% boy and 49, is the, is there a gay boy in me who is being a gay boy with this cute boy or Am I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just. Were you thinking this the whole time? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying like on all these days uh, of, you know, so yeah, because we've hung out a couple more times since then and stuff. And so it's been a lot of um, thought and exploration and, and um, questions and, uh, you know, it's, it's very sexually exciting for me. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. I mean, I've kind of seen this coming for a while, a long time. Even my ex saw this coming. And okay, I'm sure he, I never. Okay, whatever. And I just Everyone's want this other vindication. I'm just like, you're Everyone's a little not, gay boy. I mean, I knew. <laughs> and <laughs> like finally, we've been joking about this for a while. It's just like, okay, I wasn't joking. I didn't about have it. a it reason, but I didn't have a reason to sort of like. I just, I just like living in an amorphous thing of ideas. I didn't really have a reason to like mm-hmm. make that. Like official, you know. Yeah. Well, you still don't need to make it official. Well, okay, but I have come to a place on official things. So yeah, what is that? So it's a, it's a special pronouncement. Uh huh. <clears throat> um. Well, I think that I should lean in toward the they them pronoun situation. I don't. <laughs> because... What? <laughs> because okay i just didn't really get it until last night when i was doing some research and um something that someone said oh it was a, a trans person who was um talking to a, a cis person who was having some difficulties or whatever and something that they were saying was like just the way they put it was Okay. Yeah, it's okay. You're you're still your brain is still wired to like the old system for pronouns, and now we have a new system, and your brain has to kind of like get rewired for that. Yeah. And I was thinking about this whole like old system, new system thing, and what I think, and I mean, th- this may be for you like this, a total no duh gender one hundred one thought, but I just didn't really put this together before, so. The old system is the idea that there are men and there are women, that we have a binary gender, and that that maps to their genitals. And that there's something called a man that's a penis person or something that's a woman that's a vagina person. And the new system, we simultaneously think that gender is a spectrum, think that a binary gender system might be something that we made up almost completely and that is a part of colonial oppression, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but also that 
there is something kind of real about gender in the sense that I, I don't know what to say besides use besides the word spirit, but like there are some people who do have a masculine spirit and there are some people who do have more of a feminine spirit and some people who are so in the middle that it just, you know, um, well, I think the word you're looking for is identity, right? Like that's identity is such like a unique word because it is, it's that ineffable kind of itness about a person. Like that's their identity. I think the word identity is just so tied to the sense of choice that it's like a really iffy word to be choosing to use there because I, your identity exists as sort of a choice in some way, but it's also just like the sum total of like everything that's happened to you has shaped that. Like, like technically you, you know, have to say you identify some way, I guess. But like, yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a difference between saying you identify as something and just having an identity as a thing. Hmm. So like, I've never like said I identify as white, right? But I have mm. like an identity just built around my mm. whiteness. Like identity is a thing that like you identify an object. It's not having to think about itself and self-identify right. when you do that. But from enca- encountering a thing, you kind of get a sense about what yeah. a thing's identity okay, is. Okay, but right? I guess I guess the spirit thing is more like, uh, so like what? Why are why are some people trans or or genderqueer? Does it matter? Well, I'm just trying to figure out if you don't if you don't like the word spirit. Like, no, I didn't say I didn't like it. Well, or is there, or is there a better I was, word? I just thought know? identity is like a better word because it like for me identity isn't just like a set or a sum of like little bits and pieces that makes up a thing. It's like. What I was saying, it's like when I look at like this like red shoe over here, mm-hmm. I like see it's a red shoe and that red shoe hasn't self-identified itself to me as that, but I kind of have like perceived it and built up an idea about it. And like, I think that's the same type of thing that you're talking about. Like with a spirit, like when you encounter like somebody that's trans, you kind of get a sense about them that like, this is like the thing about you or there is yeah. a thing about you that leads you in this direction. Mm-hmm. And you can be aware of that yourself, but I think that thing would also be perceivable outside of that. Right, but I mean, that's that's the whole thing with, like, being misgendered is that you're like, no, I have an identity that's different than the identity that people are. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're doing all this within, (laughs) but we're doing all this, like, perceiving between people within, like, a structure we've built that we can only perceive within, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of trapped and limited by like uh right well it's just like why is it that some people's self-identity and the identity from outside is so off you know if it's it's not off for a lot of other parts of their identity i mean for some people it is right like if people see you as one race and you're some other combination of others like then you have that thing of like people aren't seeing me the way i see myself yeah um but um, that that we can just explain more, I guess, or um, I don't know, I don't know. But you I'm are me off my. You've decided you're leaning into they them. Well, okay, so hold on, I didn't get to um finish explaining my reasoning. Well, I know that's I was just so okay. <laughs> I was so, just bringing us back to the thing okay. you were reasoning. <laughs> so the old system, map, genders map to genitals. The new system, we're like um trying to say that look if we're going to have if for at least as long as we're going to have masculinity and femininity as concepts and identities then you're going to have to let some people who have um penises who feel more like um a feminine spirit um to you know let's call them she if that's what they want and et cetera et cetera et cetera um but and also like people who just don't identify strongly enough with either of these genders want to opt out of y'all's little thing like let's call them they them what i get now um is that like oh right we're trying to rewire our brains to a new to this new system which is genders and identity and um and so uh let's 
start and, and and not only is an identity but it's um problematic in at, at all to be gendering everything and everybody so they were suggesting that like maybe when you pass someone on the street instead of going oh i like her shoes you go oh i like their shoes even if they look you know cis or whatever it's same thing like with babies say oh how old are they and if the parents use gendered language you don't have to just like and i've always been kind of annoyed by that thinking but now i'm like oh i get it it's really simple yeah i mean it's one of those things that's deceptively simple i know you that person like you when they're like you know the changing of the system for me when i was first like learning to like just casually use they them i would thought of it as rerouting right like i was just rerouting like the thought process i went through whenever i like use these words i just had to reroute a few like things consistently enough to make it habit right yeah that's exactly it we were rewiring your brain yeah like earlier when i was like uh we were talking about uh power bottom that i see right Mm -hmm. and i was like oh yeah they were over here and you're like wait is i thought he wanted like to use he him i was like no no i well yes but like i just casually use you also you can also do junior neutral uh totally and so I was just being a stuffy old man about the whole thing, I realized. And I wasn't, well, I just, I, I wasn't connecting why it was important. And I guess, um, I'm just going to say this. I don't know if we're going to keep this in the podcast or not. Um, I, what I was struggling with was was misgendering um, cute boy in my head, you know, not in conversation so much, but in yeah. my head. And in like little ways, and I'm like, I can't, I don't want to be doing this. Um, but I was like, I know that what's going on. Like, I have to change my thinking. I have to change something on a on a deeper level. I can't just consciously override a subconscious thing all the time. That's not what I want to be doing. You know, fixing the symptom. I wanted to fix um, the root cause, and the root cause is the old system that genders people based on their genitals. I wasn't on board before with the they them yeah. uh, default um, with and and the the reality is that's why I decided I need to be more purposefully gender neutral in my pronouns and things is because if I call myself a woman and I use she her that's really only justifiable in the old system in the new system if I identify as masculine, center, and androgynous, like I can't really call myself she, her because that's just reinforcing the old brain patterns. Yeah, you know, I was only doing it for political reasons anyway. But um, at this point, for <laughs> for at least months, you were but, doing it for old, stubborn old man reasons. Well, I just want. Well, I but I also want the womanity in me to be recognized because it's like oh, I also, yeah, I okay. also had had to be raised a woman i also have a period like don't not put me on your fucking all female shows yeah um i don't because this doesn't really come up but i mean in in the comedy scene here and it's not like and again i don't even identify as a man you know but but here's the thing they them recognizes all of right. that nonetheless. well exactly and i think that's one of the reasons why it's almost exclusively vagina people who do they them no it's not i mean you're you're hanging out in, in they circles but yeah where all the like, days oh, that i have happened to know have been vagina people yeah i know a I lot of remember. like penis people that are all about the i want to get some numbers on that the they thems I'm i mean curious. i think women would probably be more like into like accepting it yeah and just like rolling with that but i'm not saying there's not a lot of um penis people out there who should be they thems yeah just that no they're i not think there i mean i know there are like check damn like go on like uh okay cupid and put it on like the androgynous setting oh, only or like the mass like whatever they've got some subcategories and it's a lot of like okay. dudes with dicks and like that are gender query they thems gotcha, gotcha. yeah all right lots well. of them Interesting. They all want me. Do you want them? <laughs> no. Not my type. Not... So funny. Damn, I'm proud of you. So, like, yeah. So we've got you now on the kink fetish shit. You've like st- got over that and you're on board. Mm-hmm. We've got you using they, them pronouns and being more open again, about masculine but, like, center. I'm talking I'm about like, it on here mm-hmm. and to my friends, I'll kind of talk about it a little bit and just kind of like let that dribble out. I changed it on Facebook, but it's not, 
you know, it's not status. Yeah. Um, but it's just subtle things like that. I took off the last she, her that I had in my Instagram profile. Um, and I just, it'll just let it dribble out. And if, and if someone asks me, yeah. I'll, I'll just say, just try to be as gender neutral as possible. You know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You're doing what we've always said everyone needs to do. You just kind of need to be chill just about be it. Just be chill about it. Just be chill about don't, it. Don't, because that's the, so that's easy. one of the reasons that I've resisted the they, them thing is I don't want to seem like one of those people. Most of the earliest adopters of all these fucking identities, because that's what I realized. You know what I am? Shit. You know what I am? A late I'm adopter? I'm a pansexual, polyamorous, non-binary, genderqueer. My worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm, it's a nightmare. It's a real nightmare. See, I don't, I've never sat down and actually tried to write all that shit out. But because I wrote it as a joke today, but the truth, that's the truth too. <laughs> Motherfucker. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks. That's great. Um, but you said you're a pansexual polyamorous. Non-binary genderqueer. Non-binary genderqueer. At least I'm not a vegan people. Not yet anyway. <laughs> what would mine, I never thought about, so I would be, uh. I'm a queer poly um, trans. trans woman. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it can't just be that simple. It you need a so couple more syllables, yeah. Trans poly. What would you call yourself? I I always call myself a trans girl. Okay. Queer poly trans girl. Trans, well, I always call you a like, trans chick. Yeah, but it's just like, damn. Yeah, I don't have to add the non-binary in there because I really. Well, I guess I could, but like, well, I'm, I, kind of I'm doing it again for comedic effect. Um, well, it's not the, that's not like anti-binary. It's just for me, I feel well, a yeah, little but, bit like neither both fluid. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I definitely feel one of the two. Yeah, yeah, you do. That's what I'm saying. But my, but it like it's it doesn't have to be like you know non-binary doesn't mean you're against the binary. Yeah. Oh, I know. Just like I like there to be religions around so that we fuck better. Um, I think it's the same <laughs> thing about the gender binary. It might be oppressive, but it's hot. So Yeah, it is. Mm. Mm. So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now everything that I do that's um, feminine, I now think about it as if I were a little gay boy. And I'm like, God damn Yeah, it. you're a fucking twink, dude. I'm telling you. I've but called so this shit out. I'm against like, those people. Seeing into the future. I'm called that you're... A, Twinky, kinky, gay boy. Twinky, yeah. Anyway. A little gay nerd. <laughs> you do meowing noises. Okay, You're so I, goddamn that gay. That's so fucking gay. Shared in <laughs> no, it wasn't. I know, it's it on the been. podcast. It's hilarious. I was probably manic. I don't care for those. Uh. time for now uh, we're back what oh yeah the what the fuck does this mean of the week what, what the we... fuck does that mean what the fuck does that mean so this week it is moc and foc yes which stands for masculine of center and feminine of center have you how long have you been using those terms i don't yeah i was gonna say because i feel like i only started using them uh a few months ago i met someone who uses them and they use them in a way that's like as if people all use that term. But I find that nobody has heard of that term. I mean, for me, I guess I've just been in and around the whole gender block long enough that I was like, yeah, I get kind of what you mean. Totally. I mean, it's it's pretty intuitive, really. But, but, uh, but I feel like there's some nuance going on there. And so just to iron it into people's heads, yeah, like masculine of center, um, to me, it's just... It's really like anybody who is more masculine than not is technically masculine of center, but you would only say it about somebody, you would tend to only say it about somebody who was like not super masculine, Yeah, I guess. Um, like there's what there's high femme, low femme. Um, and so, yeah. Uh so I would consider myself an MOC and uh, like a lot of, a lot of they people are MOCs, but not all. Uh, I find that. I find so you're the only person I know that says MOC. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. E- well, I, I know, but so. everybody says like masculine of center. Oh. No one oh. else I know spells it out. Oh, I guess that's the thing that, yeah, my friend introduced to me is, yeah, saying MOC. 
You're yeah. right, because people do say masculine of center. Yeah. But, I mean, why wouldn't you say MOC, you know? Because no one knows what the fuck that means. At least when saying masculine of center, you give someone some context clues. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's just interesting, because, like, I knew it intuitively, but, like, I know, like, a lot of people don't, mm-hmm. and I think that, like, uh, a lot of people are just like, well, center of what? Right. You know, Cause, because here's the thing. It's, like, it's not... It's not a wholly accurate description because what you're really saying is like you're uh, more masculine or more feminine. There's not really like a center. We're not saying like we're judging everybody on the scale of pure androgyny. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like all my dude friends would be masculine if center technically. Right. right? So we're talking about somebody that's like within like a certain like weird narrow androgynous area that falls kind of on one side or the other. Or they're performing in the opposite direction. We tend to use this term so far for people who are biologically women and but then are masculine of center yeah it's kind of like a clarifying term for a range of vagina people who um are but they might like i was i was moc even when i was using she her pronouns yeah you know and it's and and so we're like again a lot of they's and um i think maybe some trans dudes would even just call themselves moc um depending but like it's just like a slightly less lesbianized version of Butch. Yes. Where it, like, it moves it well, away from so just many like... of us are, are also like questioning our sexualities mm-hmm. and genders and stuff. And we, I think a lot of us are in a very like transitional period of like of all that kind of language and identity stuff. And so it just kind of became a useful thing, I think, for a lot of us where it's, you could still kind of group us. All the short hairs is what I call it, you know, which <laughs> is obviously a rough whatever, but like rough estimation. Rough the estimate is like the short hairs. We've all kind of had something in common this whole time, but uh, and different ones of us are di- expressing it differently or conceiving of it differently right now. So it was a way for us to be like, like I and I hate the word butch, and mm-hmm. I increasingly stopped identifying with the word lesbian, and so you know because if you're even gender neutral. Are you really a lesbian? And if I feel like there's a boy and a girl in me, you know, it just started getting really complicated. Yeah. So MOC was just really useful for me I mean, to, you're just, about myself and others. Because it's a description, not necessarily like a totalitarian or kind of like all-encompassing It's not identity. choosing someone's identity for them. Yeah. It's like the, here's a range of stuff that we can talk about. And it's kind of cool because it, it helps me. I like... Like when I see another MOC now, I want to go back to that thing of like being like, oh, my community, you know, that head yeah. nod, like I said, used to happen with gay people or lesbians. Like now I, I, I want to have that now with other MOCs. I'm like, oh, I get it. I'm one of you, you know. Here's the interesting thing, though. You don't hear anybody saying feminine of center. Yeah, I think that's. That's fucking crazy, right? So, like, you never hear, or, in, or at least if they are, I've never even encountered someone that's like, I'm feminine of center. It's just like. Yeah, never. Oh, some sort of genderqueer or transgender, but it's never like genderqueer, feminine of center. Like, I see trans femme sometimes is the closest thing I think it would come to. Like, you're trans and you're just kind of femme. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... Well, you tell me why you think that is, because I have a whole cascade of theories. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to, like how we perpetually view gender through like a male lens like in society so that like you know it's this old kind of argue like argument not even argument just like statement that you've always heard of like how we don't care as much about women acting masculine as we do about men acting feminine yeah. right i think it's the same that same logic plays into why we say masculine of center For more sure. often than feminine of center it's because People that are feminine of center, I feel like often, I don't know, yeah. Well, you have to get past all of the homophobia, yeah, uh, internalized homophobia and and or transphobia to get to the point of being comfortable. And it's also like, because like, here's an example. We value I would say, masculinity more than femininity. I would say like Jonathan from Queer Eye from The Straight Guy is feminine of center, For right? Sure. But no one like that would ever use that description, I don't think. I wonder. Maybe more Maybe more they people should. would, but I think they should, but yeah. Like, they, it's like, they're just are like you... they would say they're flamboyant. There's right. there's other words surrounding it, but saying you're feminine center, I think undercuts like a sense of masculinity that maybe those types of people hold on to as part of their essential identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I think it comes down to that. What's your slew of? No, I think that's a, I think that's a big part of it, and a big part of what I'm saying too. It's like, um, 
I think that <laughs> like there's there's also way more um, people who identify as trans women than trans men, at least for now. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how those numbers um, continue to shift as different MOCs claim different identities. But I think because of the feminist movement and vagina people's increased ability to wear whatever we wanted to and and to have different jobs and whatever, like uh, vagina people weren't anymore being constantly told what you could and couldn't wear or do the way that um, penis people can have still to this day. I yeah, mean, finally ha- it's getting better. But you had like, to pick a harder line identity. Yes, it was very costly. Just, yeah. To I be... mean, even in the biggest cities, it was you could not um, express that much femininity um, without just getting your life ruined, hate crimes, etc. Um, and so, and so, because of that, like there was just a broader range for vagina people to kind of have identities, and it wasn't as necessary um, for as many people to be like, I, I'm going to live as a man, you know. Um, it became, I think, more necessary for more penis people because of the increased oppression and limitation, boxed inness. Um, and so, for a long time, it was only a dribble of um, uh, people coming out as trans men. And but then, with the increased visibility of that, um, and then the, the kind of different options along the spectrum and everything, just a ton of people who used to would have called ourselves lesbians started to be like. Mm. Okay, like, so at least half of all the people who call themselves lesbians have been, like, low-key trans this whole time. We just started dressing the way we wanted and doing, smelling how we wanted and doing jobs. You know, we just kind of did that, but we just framed it as, yeah, we're lesbians, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But now it's starting to be like, oh, yeah. If you want to talk about gender in this new system, then, well, sure. Yeah, of course I'm a boy person. Anyway, so point being, there's still this, like, uh, crazy, you know, gray muddle of vagina people who have some kind of identity and maybe haven't settled on them yet. And so we have this term, masculine center. I mean, I think that does a pretty good job summing it up. Yeah, there you have it, folks. Mm I do have a fun story about you. So I was hanging out with my friend in uh, Dallas. And so, you know, he's met you before at mm-hmm. my second wedding. Yeah. We went, he, well, you're at the bachelor party. <laughs> or at the party bachelor party. You know, yeah, he wasn't at the wedding. But it, I, it was the bachelor party. Quickly organized. Yes. And thank you for doing it. It was great. You want to say what we did? Yeah. We Ecstasy at a strip club. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, we made some friends. <laughs> yeah, we did. So, anyway, so he'd met you before at my bachelor party, but he was um, he was using male pronouns for you, and so I had to, you know, correct him and stuff. And but and and then we had some talks because I'm like really his only queer friend. Um, so I'm like his. I'm like filtering some stuff. He's like relatively conservative, and so I'm just kind of like, hey, let me slip some ideas into your head and stuff, yeah. and we have a good time. Um, and so, but at some point when like he asked some more, and like I clarified it, it I realized he thought. Well, I, I guess he just asked this. He he goes, wait. So Austin, is, I, ta- I taught him like vagina person, penis person. He was like, so Austin is a vagina person who's on testosterone, right? <laughs> and I was like, nah. Austin will be so happy to hear that. <laughs> I will immediately text her and let her know that you said that. Thank you. But um, flip it. And but I realized like, wait, so earlier in he the day, he was trying to do the he, right thing. If he'd said he, he, he said he. If he thought you were a vagina person on testosterone, it absolutely nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely nailed the pronoun. I mean, I don't know what how what was going on in his brain for any of that, but um I just love the so fact good. that he's like, obviously this body There's comes, some kind of <laughs> this is vagina, but 
Like, <laughs> clearly they're trying to be very masculine because it is evident <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It does say a lot about how you um, how express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, there's no reason she would ever talk like that. Well, we like were that. at a bachelor party. Maybe at a, you at were a strip leaning. Club. Oh, yeah. I was probably, well, I was also. You might have been leaning in. And I was on ecstasy and just, yeah, I was probably very. So, yeah, Bachelor Night version of you seemed more like a trans boy than a trans girl. (laughs) (laughs) Which, thanks for being a bro (laughs) that night. Always a bro. Mm -hmm. Bro hard or bro home? (laughs) Oh, man. That did make me feel good. It was very interesting. Uh, I had to think about it for a second because at first I was like, how should I feel about this? And then I was like, that's exactly. no, this is probably a great thing. Yeah, that's how I felt about it in general and texting it to you. Well, I immediately loved it, but t- about texting it to you, I was like, there's no way Austin's going to get. No, first of all, it's Austin. Like, there's no way to get offended. This is I'm awesome. <laughs> this is wonderful. It's wholly good. Yeah. Hey y'all, I'm here to weigh in about our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Uh, I've been trying these headphones out for the past few weeks, and um, what's great about them is that I can listen to um, podcasts or talk on the phone with them while, like, my phone is always dying, and so I'm, like, trying to chop vegetables in the kitchen, and so I, like, can plug my phone in and rest it while it's charging, and then I can, like, walk around and get things done or like I come home <laughs> drunk and high and stuff and like you know like I don't I don't want to stop listening to whatever song or podcast because I'm grooving and so like when I want to change my shirt normally I would do this convoluted thing just working through the wire but now I can just change my clothes while my headphones are still in because there's no wires tangling up so that's why I really like studio headphones uh, if you want to find out more about them, you can go to studio.com. And if you do buy some, use the promo code GENDERFLUIDS for 15% off. And you know how I call people girlfriends and boyfriends? Or, well, I call people girl. I've been calling people mm-hmm. girlfriends. It's fun to call them your boyfriend. Call them boyfriend. Yeah, it turns you on more. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little gay boy. Uh huh. Fucking. It's God like so God. bad how much I'm turned on. It's so bad. Uh, you'll make it out alive, maybe. Speaking of making it out alive, uh, that there was an article that came out <laughs> that Ariel is going to put into a joke, and I wish I hadn't sent it to her <laughs> so I could have put it into a joke. Uh, but excuse it's, me, them. It's whatever. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, but it's about it, this person ha- asked a question that, like, let's say you have a really bad peanut allergy, and somebody eats a bunch of peanuts, and then like the next day or later that night. You decide you want to go down and you want to eat their asshole out, right? You want to go and rim them. Would that person or could that person have like a peanut reaction? <laughs> like, is that possible for someone who I mean, has an allergy has, right? to Does have the like, allergy stuff make it into the poop particles? Yeah. And the answer in this article was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, be careful. It, like, if it's too, like, it, you'd have to have a very severe yeah. allergy, but it's for sure possible. If you're that kind of person who is being Dude. a jerk at restaurants, you should you probably also like it, it would be the best way to kill people because that's you what I'm saying. I know because you couldn't okay. prove that you didn't know that. But they if had you, an I thought about that, but then I was like, yeah. But if you do one peanut butter victim, one shrimp victim, like at, at some point, <laughs> the cops are going to be like, all these people. Have these are your partners. <laughs> yeah, like these are your part. Yeah, you could see the CSI episode though. That would be great. It, it's not a good idea for it to, if you're you're the serial killer, <laughs> but it's a good idea for a CSI episode where they that nerd guy is like, to, like figure out. <laughs> Well, they have was shrimp some, on. There, the, it's kind of a there's something bit of on poop. their lips <laughs> every time. This guy, <laughs> these bitches are eating ass. Yeah, this guy, he's got a peanut victim in Maine and a shrimp <laughs> victim in New York. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what all people are deathly allergic to, but you try to get like one of every food group. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't even think about anything like this until I was in high school and my high school boyfriend was allergic to bees and beeswax products. Mm, right. And uh, I didn't know that. And I found out cause I had put on Bert's bees lipstick and like, we were like making out. Right. And then like after a second, he just pulls back and was like, um, do you have on Burt's Bees? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, my lips are tingling. It's like I'm a gonna common go. enough product. He ought to have just asked first. 
kind of dumb. We're in high school. Sounds dumb. Fuck Sounds like you, you should have hired your standards. What? No. He was great. Fine. Can't say a thing bad about him. Really? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Killing people with oh, your shit. Killing people. Yeah. I love it. I was. What about vegans? If they're like anti meat, should they not? There's eat the like ass meat products. Meat yeah. It's like, I just, I would get off on that as a Do meat eater. you take eater it down to the molecular level? To be like, level? haha, vegan. Like, I'm putting meat in your mouth right now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I don't know. But I love that someone <laughs> somewhere has like thought about it enough to where they've had a reaction and like. Yeah, you know, someone's been like licking some butthole and just like, wait a minute. Yeah. My tongue's swollen. I hope so. I love that. But maybe that's someone's fetish. Oh, here's a fetish that I was wondering about. And if this exists, maybe it could be the fetish of the week. Although I have another option for fetish of the week. I have one. Oh, you have one? Okay. Well, I was thinking, you like, what if someone's fetish were to leave a tampon in for like, 48 hours and then make someone go down on them while it's still in there. Oh, I'm sure people are into that. They're, but it, smell, it smells so bad. Yeah, it's probably part of degradation. Oh, like, that's such a good one. Oh my it. God. Yeah. If you're I mean, I know there's a thing of like, you know, some people like, there are definitely like some doms that like make their slaves clean them by licking them. So they're just like, let it get nasty as Ugh. shit and like make them clean them well, off. Well, and you know, my first ex-wife's thoughts on yeah i think it's super popular there's a whole like there is just a whole like period fetish and like in particular like getting even more into it like people have fetishes for different types of like period products and like some people like want to see like the tampon string coming out some people like want to see the pad in the panty some people like to see it used some people you know there's a whole variety like any like number of combinations or like little details about having a period you can think about someone's masturbating to it that's so gross right now we probably. should move on i did want to get how do you tell 10 minutes of period jokes on stage and then i talk about I'm not this for talking two about seconds period sex and so th- see this is shit like this that i'm talking about where it's like what the fuck like you just had so you were talking about you had this like whole rewiring of your system earlier with pronouns. Just fucking rewire this. Like take that. Okay. That all, can I just do one thing across. and it's, can I breathe between no. this? I have done a lot Catch of work this to the week. Rest of the world. I have done a lot of work. Oh my God. I am God. a conservative God person damn. who you ha- like, just give me a fucking moment. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to give you a moment on talking about period fetishes. That's fucking stupid. No, I just feel like you covered it. I mean, no, I did, and I'm not even getting into it. I mean, oh. we haven't talked about yeah, that's bleeding not a, that's through not pants. Be we our haven't talked about. Well, be- yeah, but we're already here. Fine. Let's just swim in it a little bit. That period blood that you talk about drinking on stage. I do not. You talk about making tea out of it. No. Yes, you do. I say it's not my cup of tea. That's all yeah, I say. Yeah, you do, but you insinuate That's some, That was Caitlin blood. Feeney, who I think had that joke about, about using it as No, but a you cup. say that's not my cup of tea. You're insinuating you're drinking I'm just out of playing, a diva cup. No, I'm just playing no, with your neurons a little bit. I know, but you're still going there. Like, yeah, you yeah, made yeah, but I don't feel it when I'm on stage. I don't care. You don't get to pick and choose now. Not with this whatever anyway okay i think it's i mean it's a fetish that like has like definitely like come across my screen Mm -hmm. but it's never been a thing i've been into but i'll tell you it's super popular like for some reason a lot of the people doing this are asian women interesting like east asian women very popular uh Mm. like looking at them in particular like some there are some like then there's like schoolgirl stuff wrapped in it like oh i just got it for the first time okay like oh no it's happening like like bleeding through or like dribbling down your leg and stuff like that but yeah lots of asian people that's interesting uh, yeah if you know why please write us no and then, uh, You're like I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. That it's gonna be racist at the end of the day. No, it's- but someone <laughs> might have some kind of cultural insight. Some kind of you know might know the history of something. I don't yeah. know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not asking for some kind of weird manifesto. You know, just uh, it comes up in puppy play because you know how dogs like getting pads and stuff out of the trash can and oh. like tearing it up. Some people, not a lot, this is a small, small, small percentage of people, like, going in there and, like, pretending to be a puppy and, like, tearing up, like, a tampon. Okay. 
So that's the thing that happens. I'm so glad to know that. Sometimes I think you just are making this stuff up because you're like, <laughs> it probably happens. I have no evidence. <laughs> Let's just tell people this happens. If I've said if I've said it happens, I've seen a picture or video of it happening. Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's just so you know what my barometer is. Or yeah. I read somebody's account of telling okay. it happened or had a friend I see. tell me that. So you're not it. making this stuff up? No. Okay, fine. Um. Well, that's... You know, bad puppy. You know, they come in and find it. That's gross. Yeah, cool. Um, I mean, that sounds like a great thing to do with your time Yeah, if you're into that. You want to hear about something. So that exists out there, right? You want to hear about something that I still have never found and I've tried looking for it. Maybe I'm just stupid Something as you've fuck. never found. All yeah. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I've never been found. able to find gay midget sex. Oh, yeah. It's like a punchline in somebody's fav- famous joke, isn't it? Really? I don't know. I've maybe talked in, about it on maybe stage. Maybe it's yours. <laughs> so I don't know. Game, game that's like a thing the, yeah but no dude i've like googled it it sounds like a oh thing maybe you, you just have find. talked about it oh that sounds so cute and hot is that okay to say it's cute like and the, hot the, if the guy from game of thrones was fucking another little one of him <laughs> clap, 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 clap. oh man i want to see that now yeah you're right please if you find it here's the thing you it. can find bi midget sex you mm-hmm. can or i guess you're supposed to say little person i don't know but i or dwarf because they're all okay you can't but you can't you so you can find bi little people fucking like so there's always a girl in the mix and the two dudes might kiss but like the you can never find and you can find just like two little people and like a big person but you can i have not seen just like two little people dudes fucking that is a shame and I, I looked for years, and I'm sure maybe now if I went, but I haven't looked in like two years or three years. But well, if I anybody guess, knows any little people who could just make this happen for us on an amateur level. Or maybe I just don't know where to look, and there's like a site for sure. I can find it on. But yeah. yeah. That would be great. I would like to watch that if they're attractive. Mm-hmm. Austin doesn't care if they're attractive. So yeah. there you go. I just want to know it exists. Sure. Yeah. Also just to know it exists. Sure. Yeah. But I do want to watch it for my unhappiness <laughs> your, own, your own twisted my own twisted happiness. happiness oh yeah you know if it does exist one of the characters I mean, is probably just watch, Tyrion like, Lannister right? you could probably just watch two turtles fucking it would probably do the same for me <laughs> uh, we need to have sex with some little people dude what are we supposed to call them I, I don't little people I think that like a lot of little people don't like that Really? I've re- I did some research on this, and they're very split in their community. It's just like Indians or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's no right answers. And Dude, not, we're so, going to be offensive no matter what. There's so no. I don't think there's a right answer. Also, we, because someone at work today said something about using the little boys' room, and I was like, oh, well, because I'm thinking about this gender neutrality. I was like, I guess it should be the little people's room. <laughs> but then... <laughs> <laughs> Only midgets can use the Yeah, like there. that paints us into a corner. You so. must be under this tall to pee. But that's the thing. Yeah, now we can't have a gender neutral little somethings room because it sounds like midgets. We so just I call think it we need little somethings. Little somethings room. Okay, maybe. Or is that only for gender neutral midgets? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> little thems. Um, <laughs> little thems so. sounds like a cookie. Little thems. Ooh, that's let's true. go get some little thems. <laughs> well, yeah, little thems. Maybe we can sell cookies as um, a way to raise funds for this podcast. Uh, um, okay, so I hope we find some um, midget porn. Which gay midget porn? Gay midget. Gay midget porn. I, and also in the porn industry, it's just called midget. I mean, you're not. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I've Maybe gotten off to side. like midgets before. Like it's not like a thing. I haven't like in my research. I've uh, I mean, definitely I've, watched, I've gotten off to it. Game of Thrones. You know, that doesn't count. Why not? He's having he sex this... with. Oh, yeah, you got he's off to him all the time. I mean, I, I I I think I've like used him in a fantasy just to be like, sure, why not? I mean, I think it's sexy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's attractive. I'm yeah, not... it's not like. I'm, you know, I'm like, no, he's very attractive, and would you I would fuck I would be turned on. Yeah, yeah. See, it's just one of those things that you don't get a lot of opportunities. Yeah, you know? I'm like, I don't have any like reason why I wouldn't. You know, I mean, <laughs> I there's some people where I'm like, well, I can't, I can't say that. Never mind. What? I just thought like it also depends on how like you know fucked up their face looks and shit. Right? Oh, like, yeah, like, for, for sure. Like that's the thing about Tyrion, Tywin, whatever his name is. Like it's yeah. like, well, he's very attractive. He's hot. But I think that yeah. 
I think there's a number of them. But I guess that's my policy with like trans people too. Where it's yeah, like, that's I the love thing. I'm fucking my... trans people, but it's like it depends on what that face looks like. Right, that's <laughs> it's the thing. It's like, but that's but that's how I am for every category. I yeah. love fucking women, but only if their face is hot. You know, like uh, yeah, that's not. That's just that you have a smaller pool to choose from. So is it like, bad that I feel bad? Like, what should I think about the fact that I thought it was wrong that I thought like I would have sex with a midget, but not one that has like a fucked up face? When it's like, yeah, I wouldn't do that for anybody though. Yeah, that's so, like, okay. What does it say about me that like I, we all do I that? Have, like, it's just because we haven't it. done the math yet. That's it. We just haven't done the math. We just forgot that it's just because we wouldn't fuck most people. <laughs> yeah. We we just forgot for a second because you don't see that many. It's just that's all. It's okay. You thought through it and you're a better person now. No, I'm probably still the same. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've grown <laughs> well, at all. You've, you've masked it one more notch. Uh, uh, okay, I want to do a quick shout out to. Um, the buckle store and i'm going to tell you why yeah please do uh i had some gift cards and i was dealing with them and so i had just gone to victoria's secret where i just knew what i wanted i was returning some things gonna get different size i knew exactly what i wanted but the girl and i explained i was like here so i have this bag so like i just i'm just gonna go because she was like oh let me she would like wouldn't not help me you know and i didn't know because i'm doing a return if i needed to be like here if you want to hold it i don't care just let me you know i know what i'm looking for but she just kept talking to me for a couple minutes before letting me do my own thing and she kept using the word panties and i was just like i can't i really (laughs) i just okay just take me in and (laughs) Just I look at the like to please do, but I mean she that's fine. I get it that she doesn't get it, but I'm like, and also it's a, that's an awful word, and they shouldn't be using that word for anybody. You know, like it's panties. It's, it's a creepy word. Really, you think it's creepy? I hate the word panties. Oh, it's fine for y'all. It's fine. Um, but I, mean, I don't just say, say I don't say panties often. I say underwear. Right, I say underwear, and I or and it's undies like, or and it's it's awkward anyway, and it's just an awkward job, and she's just gotten so used to just being saying panties that that's just I get it. It's just what I was I had it, dealing being in Victoria's Secret for me isn't the most gender affirming thing that I could do, and yeah. I get it that this is on me for shopping there, but I'm probably done shopping there. I just had to use some credit, so um, and they, and they have a, a little boy short thing that that works. You know, I don't love that they insist on putting the word pink around a band and shit. You know, but I'm like whatever. Yeah. Um. So I had just gone through that, and then I went to Buckle to also. I was returning some jeans that I had bought with a gift card, um, because I had tried. We had tried on, um, like ten pairs or something all these different styles of jeans and I, I got one that I was like okay I think I like that trying to get men's jeans because I'm was switching from you know for for a while I wore women's bottoms and or and men's or unisex tops and then at some point a year or two ago I don't know I started You're getting dude jeans now yeah I was so. started wearing slacks anyway so now I'm was like I finally I'm just like I need to own a pair of jeans and so I got some but the, I went home and, and I was just like no I just don't and so I came back to return them and I was just like thinking I'll just I don't know I could get a gift card and like sell it or I could just find something else and I was looking at shoes there were some cute men's shoes and um, so I get approached and the woman's like, Hey, uh, I love these shoes, whatever. Do you, are, which ones are you looking at? And I was like, uh, blah, blah. And, and I was like, and honestly, I'm just, I'm just doing this return. So I like, I, I just think I'm going to probably get something else because she's like, Oh, you know, they want you to buy their jeans so that you'll keep buying their jeans. You know, they want you to find your style so that you're like loyal to them. So she was just like, she was like saying like, Oh, you want, you want to turn these jeans? Like, don't you want to find some other ones? And I was like, I honestly think that I might just be done with jeans because I like tried to switch to men's jeans and I tried on a bunch of y'all's jeans and I just can't find anything that really works for me. I was like, it's just kind of this weird thing where I need it to like, to simultaneously like be okay with my gender expression and my body. And I'm just not even you sure. You told that, her this? Yeah. I was just in a place. It was the morning. I'd gotten almost no sleep, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. And, it, and this is at Barton Springs. So these, the people there are all very like kind of suburban basic people, you know? Yeah. Um, and certainly that had just been the case at Victoria's Secret. And maybe I'm just, just after that, I was just like, oh, anyway. So I was like, look, I just don't wear women's jeans anymore. And I'm trying to do the men's thing, but I just don't even know if it can work. 
because of my gender expression. And she was like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, like I'm looking around, whatever. So then, but a few minutes later, I'm looking around at some different things. There's some cute shirts, whatever. And then her, um, like I think manager person kind of came up and was like, Hey, I heard that you're having some trouble with, and I gave her this whole speech, you know, about like, yeah, I just like, I'm not sure that I can figure out. And she was like, I am like so sure that we can find, have you tried the, you know, whatever the boy's name pants are that they have. I don't even know. Um, have you tried this or that? Cause I think that maybe with your, whatever, and we could, and she was like, just trying to be as like, she didn't know exactly how to be gender affirming for me, but she was intuitively doing it as a salesperson. It was just like, let me try my best and whatever. And it was just, she was doing great. And so we brought, I mean, they brought so many jeans to me, of course, you know, it's their, and it was in the morning, they had all this time, you know, but, um, they were just really working with me. And then, and I was finding some that I th- thought were really great and they just never used any gendered language or anything. And then at one point, this guy who works there kind of came up and he had some, some pants in his arms. And I don't know if he's queer at all. He like, he's one of those people who look like he might've been a little, but I don't know. Um, he could just be one of those straight guys who's cool and fashionable. Um, but so he, he was like, I think you would do really well with these. And gave me like two or three pair and then I tried them on. And indeed, one of the ones that he had chosen was the one that was the winner. And I was like, like, they just were all kind of excited to help me figure out what kind of jeans I would be most comfortable in. And so it's it's really just like a victory of capitalism and good, like, kind of salesmanship training at buckle or something that they like were able to get past like and not necessarily even understand what I was saying or just get whatever and just did a great job of like selling me some jeans that I felt good about that's see what's crazy to me about that story though is that like I've never even thought I've had that experience so many times now really yeah like I feel maybe I'm just very lucky but like I like went out and like when I like decided to stop wearing like girl jeans or guy jeans like i've always worn women's jeans but i had them like in punk rocky skinny fit Mm. like actually get well-fitted adult women's jeans Mm -hmm. right like took someone out or my mom and i like went out and like had like in this lady like in the store just like did the same thing where she was like all right here's these styles and just like genuinely worked to like help fit it to me right yeah and like yeah it was a wonderful experience i did but i didn't think anything of it i was just like oh this is so nice to infer but for you you were just like i think it's it happening so early on in this kind of whole like journey of right. like gender expression really hit I've home always for you. just kind of like felt very sheepish at stores and again it's like with at Victoria's Secret it's just a whole weird thing but like I'll go to these stores and like so often when I'm looking through shirts you know I would just have this like paranoia that someone would come up to me and be like hey, you know, the women's section's over there, you know? Yeah, we and, all have that in our head. Right. Yeah. So I'm just always been that way. But but so because of that, I just like, I always just have avoided salespeople, whatever. And But yeah, you're right. The few times that I have gotten help, but that like places that have good like salesmanship, customer service, whatever, like are, it's great. That's a nice thing about capitalism. Now, I will yeah. say that um, then when I like finished and they were saying by the dude who'd been the most helpful ultimately um, was like, bye, bye. Thanks, Miss Ariel. And I was like, well, why did we need to? <laughs> I don't know. Have it. It's just customer habit. service. It's totally a customer service. There's habit. that capitalism but, again. <laughs> right, but that's one of those things where maybe like in the perfect world, if anybody is listening or has a conversation ever, like maybe it would be nice to add in like that. We don't need to gender customers in that way. Yeah. Like I hate, like, uh, like I don't, I used to use sir and ma'am a lot. Mm -hmm. I used to sir and ma'am almost everybody. Yeah. Cute Texan stuff. Yeah. Like holding open a door, things like that. I've just cut it out. That was super hard for me to cut out of like my like day to day. Just like, thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, or like on the phone, just like, uh, oh, thank you, sir. Like little yeah. things like, That's, you know, it is kind of a shame you have to give up that cute Texas politeness. Yeah. But like I did because like I, I get misgendered over the phone. Like, and I totally. get it. I hear this voice. I know exactly what I sound like. Right. right. 
like fast food, it's a flip of the coin. Like what the and it's always funny because they always look surprised when they see you like, <laughs> every fucking time. It's always like, oh shit, what's going on? I don't know. Is this is a test. Yeah. <laughs> what if they started? It, it's be... also like they're all saying like, is this the right order? Did I? Oh this yeah. Up? Like. Would, wouldn't it be great if that was like a new secret shopper thing like send a trans person in and see if they're like cool <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah uh that is funny though that that was such a big experience for you the first i guess the time that the, i had something similar to that that actually impacted me was when i like got like bras that actually fit me mm-hmm. and like got measured and shit and just had like a great easy experience like that really felt good well but- because you're like identifying as a trans woman whereas i'm just like trying to be under the radar about the whole thing but it's just like so i'm, yeah. I'm telling these women i'm like i'm like you know they still um, saw me as a woman I'm like try- trying to get I'm just like but I just wear men's pants and like it's kind of like I'm where I'm at and they're where they're at and I'm like we can understand this but I don't know that was a great statement anyway I have to go <laughs> I know um, fuck the fetish that we I was gonna say we really already talked about period sex quite a bit so I was gonna do sensory deprivation oh tight yeah, so, you're doing better and better. Uh, and like, I'm trying to find more like generally appealing ones that can go from crazy to small. Yeah. So, Good. Give people right. ideas. Well, we'll fuck around right. with that next week. I might. Cool. Yeah, okay. Word. Bye. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.